0: You're listening to Kayama Community Radio. This program is brought to you by Kayama League's Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kayama.. Welcome to around the arena's Kayama Community Radio sports program, where you can regularly hear what's happening in sport across the region. Change for some is difficult, whilst for others, it's easy. Force change can be uncomfortable, but necessary. Shortly, we all will be changing the clocks forward as we move into daylight saving. And whilst you're at it, why not change your smoke alarm batteries? So with summer fast approaching and a bit more time to enjoy the afternoon sun, why not consider making a change to your health and fitness behaviour by committing to doing a bit more exercise? So with all that in mind, I thought I'd discuss personal fitness improvement with Courtney Amberg a devoted fitness expert. After listening to our discussion, why don't you consider a lifestyle change that just might help you down the track? So today I'm talking with Courtney Amberg. She is the manager of One Fitness here in Kiama. And I'm here to talk today about making a change in your life. We're coming up to the clocks changing in October. So why not get motivated, get up, get out and, uh, and let's do some exercise. So firstly, Courtney, Welcome to Climber Community Radio.
1: Thanks, glad I'm excited to be here.
0: So, Courtney, how do I get started? If I'm going to make a change, what do I need to do?
1: I think the most important part about wanting to make a change, whether it's nutritionally or physically, getting more active, getting some more exercise, is really just having a, a look at where are you now, if that makes sense. So, if you're going from not really doing much or just kind of putting around the house, Maybe just adding in a little bit of a walk once every other day. Or say you're a little bit more into training. So you're training two times a week. Maybe we need to add another training day in. Or maybe we need to add a little bit more strength training. So it really kind of depends on where you are. But really just start with something. Do something.
0: Okay, so you've you've spoken about walking. Now, let's start with that, I guess. So how far do I walk when I'm kicking off? Now, let's say I'm a little bit overweight um, and let's start from there. So I need to do something. How far mm-hmm. should I walk a day?
1: Walking is one of probably the best things you can do, right? So I would, once again, just kind of start slow. So if you haven't been walking at all, maybe just take a little walk around your neighborhood, to see how your body feels. So it really kind of depends on you, your body, right? How active you've been or have been in the past. So... Being a little bit sore is good, right? So when you get home and you feel, all my muscles have worked a bit, it's when we start to feel it kind of in our joints. So we want to avoid, say you're starting a walking routine. You want to avoid having kind of pain, sharp pain, any kind of aching within the joints kind of a thing. So start slow, maybe start with like a K or maybe a K and a half, then go from there. Add a little bit more over time and over time and over time, and as you get stronger and better, then you start to add even a little bit more.
0: Okay, so um, so walking, I, I can I can link to that. You touched on soreness. One of the demotivators, I think, of, of exercise is, oh, I have had a go, I've gone too far, I may have gone 3 or 4K, and the next day I'm sore, or two days later I'm sore, and then I say, well, I don't know if this is for me. Mm. So how do I get over, or is, is soreness, you've said soreness is not a bad thing, So so you should keep exercising, even though you're feeling a little bit tight yep. in the muscles, but not in the joints. Is that what I take away from that? Yeah.
1: So it's good to feel like I said, it's good to feel sore and to have like that muscular. I don't like to use the word pain because when I think of pain, it's like, okay, an injury, right? We want to feel sore. We want to feel that we've worked, but when we start to feel stuff in the joints, that's kind of an indicator that there probably could be something else going on, or maybe you've used a little bit poor technique, or maybe our muscles aren't strong enough quite yet for that movement. So it kind of really depends. But for the most part, if you feel like you did a little bit too much, that's okay. Rest a little bit, but then actually getting back out and doing whatever it is that you were doing. So say walking, for instance, going back out for a walk or even going for a swim, moving that muscle is actually going to help flush out all the things that are making you feel sore and tired. So us just sitting on the couch after that actually prolongs that feeling as opposed to getting back out and maybe... Trying something different. So, like I said, say you're sore from walking. Maybe go into the rock pools and have a little leisurely swim for 20 minutes. Right, move your body, flush out all that those chemicals that have happened within your muscle, and you're going to start to feel a lot better. And then you're not going to feel as what's the word? I guess not um, demotivated, but yeah, le-
0: lethargic. Lethargic, I guess. Yeah. You know, I get to a point. I start off, I'm 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 happy to be doing it. And all yeah. of a sudden, I think, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. So yeah, I think you get a little bit lethargic. You get. Uh, in, in your head you think oh, yeah, yeah. I, won't, I won't go today and then today becomes tomorrow and the next yeah. day
1: I think the most important part is just remembering when I think about exercise and a healthy lifestyle I think about it for the rest of my life right so for me a rule is four days forever so whether that's walking whether that's for me it's strength training I want to do some type of activity physical activity four days for the rest of my life so if that means one day I went really hard and I'm pretty sore and this week I only get three days I have the rest of my life right so next week I'm going to try and get four so instead of always thinking like I didn't do it perfect or I didn't you know achieve that thing that I wanted to achieve right away or maybe I went a little bit too hard I'm a really sore like maybe just get right back on right because we have the rest of our lives and it's actually going to help benefit us more if we just all right yep I'm right back to it just consistency is the key.
0: That's terrific advice. I've mm. never I've never heard a put like that before. Yeah. But certainly that's terrific advice. And it was one of the questions I was going to ask, how many times? Mm. How often? Yeah. Do I do exercise? So you aim for four a week?
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good number to kind of think about. I also think about like the minimal effective dose. So when we think about like medicine and stuff, There's a minimum effective dose that gives us what we want that doesn't really put us at risk for other things. A lot of times people go off the deep end with exercise. They think more is better. When really, when we're recovering, that's when we're actually benefiting from all the things that we've done in our training session. So when we're training, we're actually tearing ourselves down. When we recover is when we're actually building the muscle back up, where we're burning calories, where we're kind of refueling, resetting, getting better to then train again, if that makes sense. So I think really... The golden, in my head, is that four days forever. Meaning, I'm getting two to three days of rest a week, so I'm recovering. I'm hitting four days where I know I'm I'm burning a lot of calories, I'm burning energy, I'm building muscle, or I'm maintaining the muscle that I have, and I'm doing that for the rest of my life, right? So maybe if I had a goal, like we're gonna have an eight week challenge, I might bump it up just for that period, right? In that little season of this year, I might do five sessions a week, right? But I'm always going to come back to my base level of four. So say you're starting off, you haven't trained at all. Maybe your base level is one day a week until you can make that a habit. Then you bump it up two days a week. That's just normal now for me. It's just like brushing my teeth, Mm -hmm. right? And then kind of work your way up to, I would say, four days.
0: Terrific. So goal setting. When I start off, I set a goal.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: And one day a week might be okay, you're saying?
1: Yeah. Okay. If you're going from not doing anything to one day a week, that's great. You know what I mean? You've just... What's that? A hundred percent change that you've just made? I yeah. guess you're right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I haven't. I've never thought of it like that. That before. That's mm. that's terrific advice. So, gyms versus, you know, I call it do it yourself. Yeah. So I guess, do I need a a personal trainer? Do I need to come to a gym? You know, I've made a decision. I'm going to change my behaviour. I want to get a bit fitter. Mm. What's the best way to go?
1: I think it really is just person to person. So if you're someone that you feel like you are self-motivated, if you're someone that you feel like you enjoy being outside and doing things outside, whether it's just walking or playing a pickup game for sports or swimming in the ocean or surfing, right, then do that. Especially if you're someone that doesn't really like exercise, I think it's the best to kind of disguise that movement within something that you really enjoy. It could be gardening. If you're someone that has a specific goal or the doctor has said, there is a specific thing that I want you to go after, I think getting a professional to help you do that is the smartest thing to do, right? So instead of floundering around and trying to figure out what's the best movement, am I doing it right? How many days a week? You just... You hook up with a personal trainer. They tell you, okay, exactly, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to make sure you're not going to get hurt. I'm going to make sure that you're hitting your goals the way that you need to. And then once you kind of get your confidence up and you know what you're doing, right, then the, kind of the sky's the limit. You don't always have to work with a personal trainer for the rest of your life. But now you have a good base. Your movements are good. You have gotten the shortcut, essentially, to what it is that you're looking to get out of it.
0: Okay, now, we're exercising with, with a group, Mm-hmm. Or, or myself again forget the personal trainer side of things yeah if I'm just going f- to start off walking one day a week is it better to have someone to walk with or, or just go on my own what, what what are your thoughts there
1: I'm a firm believer in groups make it social because if you're just dependent on yourself to feel motivated to get here there's going to be a day you wake up and you're like I really don't want to do this and there's no one here waiting for you no one knew what you're going to do so you stay at home but when you have that partner that's like, hey, let's go for a walk, or I know we always meet here at 7 a.m. and we do X, Y, and Z, that's going to actually motivate you to stay consistent. And remember, consistency is, is the most important thing. So it's not whether you get the best training session every session. It's do you continue to show up and punch the clock and do that thing every single time you're meant to do it. So making that a social event, you know, having people around to support you and pretty much hold you accountable, I think is one of the biggest keys.
0: Okay. Okay stretching I heard it once said I, I can't remember where I heard it but someone was getting towards the end of their life and they said if you, if you could live your life over what would you do more of and the answer was stretching and I thought that's a weird thing to say <laughs> but in, in exercise stretching is important right so should I, uh, should I use that as well as my exercise should I stretch before after when when do I do this stuff
1: Stretching is really important, and soft tissue work is important, and as you get older, that soft tissue actually starts to kind of tighten, so we're not regenerating those things as quickly as we used to, so I think there's a rule, I I forget who said it, but the older you get, you take that by, like, minutes, and that's the amount of time you should spend a week, like, times it by two, how many times... In a week, you should spend stretching or doing soft tissue work, whether that's on a foam roller or whether that's with the masseuse, right? So um, I'm 32 now, so I need to spend 64 minutes a week doing some type of stretching, some type of soft tissue work, if that makes sense. Really? Yeah. Wow. So with that, I, you know... There's a couple different schools of thought. It's really going to be what feels best for you, whether you do like a yoga session and that's just your one focus or even stretching after you exercise is really good because your muscles are going to be warmed up. There's going to be blood flowing, right? You're going to kind of already have primed your body to want to kind of get more of out of that stretching, but that could even be someone's one time starting, right? Going from nothing to a stretching session of 30 minutes could be a great place to start.
0: Okay. Okay. I'd never heard that that before. Yep. Again, I'm, I'm learning stuff here today. <laughs> for me, I'd probably have to stretch for the rest of my life and not do anything else. <laughs> but, but anyway, so listen, thanks very much for that. And So the goal here is people are going to change their clocks. Let's try and get some people to change their behaviour. Yep. Now, you don't have to go to a gym, but you don't need a personal trainer. Just make a start and then work your way through wherever that leads you is that the takeaway for me today exactly
1: i think exercise is one of the best medicines that we can take and if you really just think of it as your minimal effective dose for the rest of your life just get out and get moving
0: but if anyone wants to uh if anyone wants to talk to courtney personally you can come here to one fitness 24 7 and and you can have a chat with you and then and then maybe take it up in the gym or yeah. or whatever yeah beautiful well thank you very much for talking to me today i really i really do appreciate it
1: thanks so much glenn
0: KCR, Kayama Community Radio.org. For the community by the community. Congratulations to both of our Kyama Boys Rugby League sides that competed in the grand finals of the Buckley Shield and University Shield at Cessnock last week. Kyama High School was crowned winners of the University Shield following a great win over Bass High, 22 points to 12. Best on the ground for Kyama was Hayden Buchanan whose skill and resilience were on show for all to see. Our Buckley Shield boys, the under-14 side, went try for try with Murrumbidgee Regional High School and the scores were locked 20-all at full-time. Unfortunately for the team, Murrumbidgee scored the match-winning try in Golden Point extra time. Jet Brookfield, the Kiama halfback, was awarded player of the series, an honour which was greatly deserved. And finally, a reminder that KCR is now streaming. You can go to the App Store and download the app, Kiama Community Radio, and stream on kaima.org.au. That's a live time for this week, but if you'd like your sport to be part of the program, contact me at kcradiocontent@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I'm Glenn Shepherd, and I hope to see you around one of our sporting arenas. This program is brought to you by Kiama Leagues Club, the modern, friendly heart of Kiama. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kiama Community Radio.